So, you know what I keep forgetting to do in the beginning of our recording? What's that? Saying our name. We have to maintain anonymity for all of our postings. No. They don't need to know who we are. Just listen to the wonderful voices that have been swaying and just washing all over you during the past how many episodes? This is now five. Past four episodes going on five. You don't need to know who we are. Just know we're people. I'm Leslie. I'm Andrew. And this is Bad Movies and Booze. You don't need to know us. Just yes, know just, just know our voices. You need to know us, and I know you do. And I know you love us already, so hey. Hi. So the drink for today is kamikaze. Uh kamikaze. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's delicious. It is delicious. So this is an easy drink to make. It's one part vodka, one part triple sec, and one part lime juice. Throw it into a shaker with some ice and then strain it into your favorite glass and enjoy. It's just that simple. And just that delicious. Mm -hmm. So delicious I had to have two. Contemplated three, but I did the responsible adult thing and kept it at a two drink maximum. Even with the two drinks, you started speaking Spanish. Suavemente. (sighs) Woo, that sounded gorgeous. No. And then we started dancing. Suave and suave Just in the middle of the living room floor. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. And unexpected. Very unexpected. Just like those three ingredient drinks that we've had. This one is one of them. This was totally unexpected. It was flavorful. It had the bite that you needed. You know you were drinking alcohol. But at the same time, it wasn't overpowering. Yes. It was very enjoyable and we really liked it. Definitely making it again. And again. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So that one was quick and easy. Up next, we will have our breakdown of Raw Force. Which is not going to be quick and easy. It's mm. going to be long and painful. And messy. Oh, God, the mess. So after that, you can listen to and just clear your mind with the wonderful spoken word of Lisa... Lily ain't misbehaving, Wiley. You will definitely enjoy it, so stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah. And also, we have a little bit of an outtake at the end, which I think we're going to have fun with these. Maybe we... Do a little more often? Yeah, keep some of our mess. No. Yes. Oh, see, there goes the flawless record. (laughs) 4-0. Oh, my gosh. Stay tuned. So this movie mm-hmm. is all over the place. Yes, it is. Everywhere. Messy. So messy. Very messy. There are going to be times where we're just going to say these people, these guys. I couldn't tell you who is who. I only know a couple of the characters. It doesn't matter what their names are. It basically doesn't. <laughs> I mean. It's just a wreck. It is. <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back 
to another fun-filled episode of Bad Movies and Booze, where, Leslie, we mm. fucked up. <laughs> Big time. We, we fucked up bad. <laughs> we promised ourselves to not watch this movie ever again, yet here in the hell we are. Yeah. What the hell were we thinking? Well, this is part of the reason that we decided to do this podcast. Because we've seen so many what the fuck movies. Sure, what the fuck movies need a what the fuck podcast. Makes sense to me. Absolutely. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here talking about the 5.4 out of 10 on the IMDB Richter scale, Raw Force. And yikes, yikes, yikes. A group of martial artists, students are en route to an island that supposedly is home to the ghosts of martial artists who have lost their honor. A Hitler lookalike and his gang are running a female slavery operation on the island as well. Soon, the two groups meet and all sorts of crazy things happen, which include cannibal monks, piranhas, zombies, and more. This is going to be fun, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. And yes, I'm saying that sarcastically. Yes. Because, you know, every movie needs a cast. I might as well run down this thing. Cameron Mitchell, Jeffrey Benny, Hope Holiday, Jillian Kessner, John Dresden, Jennifer Holmes, Ray Malonzo, Carla Reynolds, Carl Anthony, John Locke, Mark Tanous, and Ralph Lombardi. Hopefully it's not related to the man after the name the Lombardi Trophy was for. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't know. I mean, names. Yeah. And Lombardi is a famous one. I don't want to be marred because of that particular Lombardi. No I offense. Mean, yeah, who really cares? <laughs> I don't care. Ew. I'm telling you this movie... Ew. 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 Like, it wasn't even... Oh my gosh, I can't believe this stuff is happening. It was more... Oh my God, I can't believe we're watching this mess. Yes, absolutely. So, we might as well just get to it and yeah. get it over with. Yeah, because I have a video game waiting for me downstairs. <laughs> so, there are these women on a plane with these creepy looking guys that are just staring at them. Oh, and that's another thing that you're going to be hearing a lot of. Creepy... And creepers. Yes. You're going to hear a lot of that. Because there were a lot of them. The plane lands in water. And then we see these weird looking guys who we guess are supposed to be the monks. And the clothing looks like ripped potato sacks. Mm. So there's this other creepy guy with red eyes and a headband with Asian writing on the headband hiding in the bushes. I'm here thinking he's going to be saving the women. But let's let's see where this goes. No. There's a man in a white suit, and he, I guess, is, for some reason, Hitler. I mean, that's the only way we can explain it. His name is Mr. Spear, but he has a Hitler haircut, Hitler mustache, Hitler lookalike, with an accent. Just awful. Awful. There's no reason that any movie, this is 1982, unless you are making a movie about Nazi Germany, there's no reason that any movie should have a fake Hitler in it. A fake Hitler dressed like 
tattoo from Fantasy Island, looking yeah. like a reject. Yeah. So we have this dude, he and we have his lackeys that look like the quintessential 1980s dudes. You know the ones, the ones with the athletic cut shirt, the the tight jeans with the quasi muscles that they have. They're dragging these poor women off the plane, and they bring them in front of these potato sack monks. Yeah. And yet, yeah, quick sidebar, I don't know what's going on underneath the robes. I don't want to know what's going on underneath the robes. <laughs> no. So, that's just horrible. Yeah. So we're guessing these women are kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And one of the monks tells Mr. Spear to have the women get undressed. So the lackeys rip off the women's clothes and they end up placing them in this bamboo cage. All you're seeing is nothing but panties. One brawl, a butt naked one from head to toe with full frontal and butt cheeks. Yeah. You're just seeing it all in this movie within the first five minutes. Yeah. And they take out one of the ladies because they say she's too skinny. The payment for the ladies are these baskets full of green rocks. We find out this jade. And the woman that's rejected by the monks, the kidnappers don't want to take her back either. So they leave her on the island. All of a sudden, some gray colored guy comes out of the bushes with the sword and kills the lady. And it was terrible. It was awful. Should not have happened. All because she was too skinny, she had to get got. Yeah. And we don't know why she's too skinny yet, but we find out. We skip to another scene. There's two guys in a cab driving to a cruise ship. They are talking about this island that they're going to go on. And they're showing different brochures. One guy is showing the other guy the brochures. And they're talking about the island. So they get to the cruise ship. And the captain and the chef. Chef has no shirt on. They're standing out and talking, waiting for people to board. I would give you more about their conversations, but I'm telling you, they meant absolutely nothing to the movie. It was just because they needed to have people there, I guess. And they wanted to make the movie long enough. They just gave these people dialogue for no reason. Just randomized talking just to fill out the hours so it can actually be called a movie and just not a special. Right. So we find out that Taylor, Schwartz, and O'Malley are the karate club guys. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you which one is which. They don't call them by their last names after this. And I really don't remember who she pointed out. As who really don't care. I, I wasn't following along and, you know, no. I could care less as well. <laughs> so the lady who was pointing them out, her name is Mrs. Martin. We find out that she owns the ship. So she gets the guys. She leads the men onto the ship. So with a complaining captain and an onlooking cook. Yes. And they're just not there for a pleasure cruise they want to get paid get their actual own boat their own hopes and dreams and just be rid of this crazy woman and her guests yes they're really not happy about working for her they want their own mm-hmm. i would want my own too if i had someone that's just screeching like a freaking banshee all the damn time <laughs> So the guys are now on the ship practicing martial arts for some reason. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what it's called. 
It could be jujitsu, gojitsu. It was just shitsu. Yes, it wasn't good. They weren't doing well. It looked god awful. I, I mean, mean I, I've done stuff with a bow staff, and I have not used, let alone trained with a bow staff ever, but I can bet money I could do better <laughs> than they did on that on that deck. Yeah, so while they're fighting or doing whatever they're doing. I think we call it an exposition. Probably. I don't know. Something. But there's a lady, you see her sitting. Her name is Anne. And Mike, who's one of the guys, he's either Taylor Schwartz or O'Malley. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But Mike, he's one of the main guys. He goes to sit and tries to talk to Anne. But then her husband, Lloyd, walks up. And he's like, hey, you're talking to my woman, basically. And Mike starts to leave. He's like, oh, I thought she was alone. I'm sorry. But then Lloyd is like, no, come sit with us. Lloyd's drinking. So Lloyd's pretty much a drunk, we find out later. Drunk dude that really doesn't care about his wife, apparently. Yeah. Mm. So then we find out one of the ladies on the ship, she's another main character. She's on the LAPD SWAT team. And one of the karate guys, they decide that they want to teach the women um, self-defense. A good idea, just in case you happen to wind up on an island somewhere with some monks and zombies and you need to beat (laughs) something down. Right, of course. But he chooses the SWAT lady. I don't know her name. She's going to be SWAT lady from that one. Hey, go on up. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Right, and so her cousin is there with her. Her cousin is telling her to go ahead up. They don't know that you're in SWAT. So go have fun with them. And of course she beats them up. Well, apparently this young lady just knew what she was doing, especially being LAPD SWAT. Hey, ma'am, do your thing. Do your thing and show them what your years of training have taught you. Upstage them. Do it all. Yeah. So the ship is now docking. They're going into town and they're talking about they want to go on Warriors Island. And the chef, we find out his name is Chen. He's Chinese. And he says they can't go to the island because it's dangerous. But of course, they don't want to listen to him. Of course not, because he's Chen. Yeah. And that's really teetering on, you know, the R word. Yeah, but I don't think that's why. I think it was just because they want to do what they want to do. and Privilege? Yes. Okay, there we go. So now they're on... They're in this town. When they dock, they end up in this town. They're not at the island. Mm -hmm. They're in this town. Mm -hmm. And we're all of a sudden watching some other type of martial arts. But this is where the karate guys and dates. I don't know where they got dates from. Some people on the ship just all of a sudden started hooking up and they had dates. Which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But, you know, it's a movie. Yeah. So... They're in the crowd watching some other guys do this martial arts event. It's, uh, I believe um, what we were looking at was pit fighting. So it is a style of um, fighting expo type of deal. But um, definitely you're in a pit and you have like a gladiator style tiny arena. Yeah. And, you know, you have your audience in like a balcony-esque type of deal. Yeah. And you're just in this dirt pit and you just got to fight to whatever 
the case may be. It could be a knockout. It could be fight to the death. We don't know. Yeah, but. we have no clue. They didn't explain anything. They were just sitting there fighting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we we're watching people shopping. And a couple of the people, Lloyd and Miss Martin and Mike, I think those are the people who were shopping. Right. Lloyd says he wants to go to the ship and wants to take Mike with him. But he actually wants to go to a cat house or... Mm. Whorehouse, whatever you want to call it. He calls it a cat house in here. There's some holes in this house. So Mike, when they get in the taxi. But not before giving the bags he was carrying to his wife. Yeah. Which is some disrespectful BS. I mean, if you're going back to the ship like you said you are, you could have at least took the bags with you to make it look like you're going back to the ship. Yeah, Lloyd really doesn't care about Anne. Yeah, I mean, it's just disrespectful. So when they get in the cab, Mike realizes that they're going to the cat house. Lloyd tells him that they're going to the cat house. And Mike is like, I really don't want to go there. But Lloyd says he needs him as a cover. So they get to the cat house. We see outside the cat house, The bad guys are in a red delivery truck. Mm -hmm. They're trying to kidnap the women from the cat house. So they changed the sign on the truck to police. Which was actually painted underneath the sign that they pulled off. Yeah. So, yeah, very convenient. Yeah. And then Lloyd is in bed with two women. Mike is out front drinking at the bar, talking to some other lady. And the guys, the bad guys are about to go and raid the house like they're the police. Lloyd, 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 you're going to get caught with your pants down, man. So the Nazi guy, Mr. Spear, he goes in first and he hears Mike say that they're going to Warriors Island. And so he's telling Mike not to go. Then the other bad guys come in like they're the police and Mr. Spear pulls out a badge acting like he's the police as well. And he's trying to, they're just trying to catch whatever whatever women they can. Mm. And the women, Mike, Lloyd, they're all jumping out of the window. And there's silly music playing like it's some Benny Hill episode. That is definitely something you need to know. Like, you have to be of a certain age to know Benny Hill. Yeah. But it's like... (laughs) Benny Hill is awesome. This was not. Yeah, this was not. But there was no reason for this silly music, but it was playing anyway. So, thankfully, Lloyd and Mike got away. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, some of the women did not. Yeah. Uh, One of the women tried to climb out of the window, and uh, Mr. Spears decided to grab her, push her down from the window, and just look around to see if there's anyone else or trying to find the guys so he can get them to and, you know, make them quiet permanently. Right. So now we're in a club and there's a completely naked woman dancing on the bar. Oh, we're we're going to be talking about her for a while. Yeah. Mike is telling the other karate guys about what happened. Like the karate guys and the captain are all in this bar and he's telling them what happened in the cat house. So then the captain, he has to go to the bathroom. He walks into the bathroom. Somebody follows him in. They pull out a knife. And they're trying to kidnap the captain. Chin sees the captain and he's like, hey, I want to ask you a question. And the captain stops and the kidnapper pushes the captain out of the way. And then there's this huge fight 
that breaks out between the people who were in the club and the karate people from the ship. And these these kidnappers of the women. It's just a mess. Yeah. While this is all going on, mm-hmm. the butt-naked woman that was dancing on the bar top is still dancing. Yes. Not bothered at all no. by the fight that broke out. Not at all. Not at all. That is dedication to your part. <laughs> that is dedication to your job. She was very dedicated. I give her I give her a tip for that one. Oh my gosh. Man. While you're while you're knocking somebody over the head with a bottle. Yes. You're gonna give her a tip. There you go. Here's a dollar. <laughs> so Chin is in there doing his best impression of Bruce Lee. Which isn't too shabby. He's no. the only one in there. That knows what he's doing martial arts wise. Right. So I'm very proud of him. I'm like, you're the only one that's very consistent and know what you're doing. Yeah. So now the guys who were trying to kidnap him, they're, you know, they're the bad guys that were from the delivery truck, from the airplane. They're the the Nazis henchmen. So they were trying to kidnap the captain to stop everybody from going to warrior Island. Mm -hmm. So then they started talking about how they have a plan to kill everybody on the ship. So, yeah. So then while they're on the ship, they all go back to the ship. Like absolutely nothing happened, which is mighty convenient. Yes. And they're all in a room for a guy named Steve's birthday. I don't know who Steve is. Who is Steve? We really don't care. <sighs> Everybody's pretty drunk trying to hook up with everybody else. Everybody's trying to hit on the cop lady, the SWAT team lady. And then uh Betty, whoever Betty is, she just comes in with Mrs. Martin. And she's trying to hit on this guy. And she, Betty is telling him how she's doing a centerfold. And the guy starts saying that she's doing the centerfold for the devil. And so she's like, okay, you're crazy. And she keeps going about her business. Yeah, I'm not going to associate with someone who says, I'm doing a centerfold for the devil. Really? Who is the devil? Yeah. And this centerfold is for him. Why was I not informed? Yeah. Now, (laughs) there's two people in a cabin and they start making out. And you see... It's more tits and more ass. You want to see it all, people. Yeah. see it all. So now there's a lot of stuff. A lot of nothing is going on on this ship. Lots of talking, lots of eating, lots of drinking, partying, and make-out sessions. Yeah, everybody's trying to hook up with everybody. It's, It's a party boat that's a party boat. Yeah, and they just keep showing, like, they keep ripping women's tits out. It It made no sense. So apparently 1982 standard, you know, um, this type of activity is A-OK. I guess. Not so much in 2020. Not at all mm-hmm. in 2020. No. So the bad guys, they climb out of their plane onto a life raft and they go over to the ship. They climb onto the ship and they start killing people. So there's these really bad killing scenes Awful. And lots of very terrible combat scenes where everybody's fighting everybody. Now they're pouring gasoline on the ship. Pouring gasoline on the ship, pouring gasoline on people. Yeah, they did. They doused this guy with gasoline. 
And yeah, they're just fighting all over the place. Now, Chin, he actually has the best scenes. Like they really could have made the movie with just him being the one man army. Right. Yeah. He he was really good. He actually was really good. Yeah, like I said earlier, he's the only one that knows what he's doing when it comes to the martial arts. Yeah. I would have just, yeah, I agree with you, Leslie. I would have just casted him by himself and just make the movie about him. Right. So, yeah, there's just complete chaos all over the place. The karate guys are mostly winning, but the bad guys kill quite a few people. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one guy who has a helmet on with a swastika. And he's about to rape this naked lady that he ties down to the bed when a karate club guy just decides to go into this room. Then they start fighting. Then the bad guy throws the karate guy through a window. Uh -huh. But then he hides into in the bathroom because he's afraid of the karate guy. Which makes zero sense. I mean, if you're throwing someone through a window and their head is split open, you want to take advantage of that. Right. I mean, he was really beating this guy up. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh my gosh, he runs into the bathroom and he's looking all scared. Meanwhile, the tied up woman in the bed is just looking on, not screaming, saying help, 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 or no. nothing like that. So the karate guy drowns the Nazi helmet man in the toilet. Now they're in the party room with a few people that were in there. And one of the bad guys kidnapped the cop's cousin, Eileen. And there's a guy with a hurt foot and he's walking around in crutches and he trips one of the guys and beats him up. Which is incredibly awesome for someone with a bum foot. Yeah. So the bad guys light the gasoline. So now the ship is on fire and Chen gets the life raft and they all have to abandon ship. Mrs. Martin is trying to save the money and the booze that's left on the ship. Can I do a quick sidebar? Now I'm thinking about it. With all the movies that we've seen with fire scenes, mm -hmm. this one is the one, the only one that is most convincing. Yeah, it had a really good fire scene. Yes, it did. Which was surprising. So, yeah, so Miss Martin trying to save booze and money. Yeah. I feel you, Miss Martin. So, I need something to drink while I'm getting off this boat. I'm going to need some spending no. money. So the captain is trying to pull her out. He's like, you got to get out of here. We got to go. So the no, bad no, guy... No. The bad guys are back on the island. They're collecting jade. Mm. And we find out while they're on there collecting jade that the women are being sold for food so the monks can raise the dead. So the monks eat the women and that helps give them powers mm -hmm. to raise the dead monks out of the ground. Yes. So a uh, funny thing about jade, um, and I had to do a quick look up. As far as the price of jade, um, we're looking at between $1,000 and $100,000. And this precious gemstone can fetch prices of up to $3,000 an ounce. So 1982, I could say it could have been around the same pricing. Mm -hmm. But with 2020 being here, and this is more of a precious gemstone that a lot of people like, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes higher than that. Yeah. So I understand why you're weighing women and... Whatever that balance is, you're getting this much rock. Right. So that's, I guess that's why that, that skinny one had to die. Yeah, because she just didn't, she didn't weigh enough. You, you're just going to get a, 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 a speck of jade. With her. 
So now we find out that Eileen is one of the women that was kidnapped this time. She's on the she's on the island now. And there's only eight people from the cruise ship left. And there were about how many? Thirty something? Yeah, there there were quite a bit. There were quite a few people on that ship. And now they're dead. And there was only eight left, yeah. And now they're dead. So then the people on the raft, the eight people that are left that are on the raft, they see a plane, but it's the bad guys. They don't realize at first. So then the bad guys hear the raft people like yelling. Hey, hey, help. Help me. And the raft people are getting happy at first, but then the bad guys just, of course, go right by. And we find out that they're in the South China Sea. I don't know how we find they. Somebody says it, that they're yeah. in the South China Sea. Hey, got to make it convincing. So then they see Lin and Chen knows that it's Warrior Island and he's not happy at all. Yeah, when you see Warriors Island and you know what it is, you know some stuff is about to go down. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they see a dead woman floating in the water. So I'm thinking that's probably the lady that was killed because she was too little. Yeah. I'm not sure. That that would make sense. Yeah, so now they have to go find help. And they ask Chin where, what they should do. And we Chin says... should not be here. Yeah, he's like, we shouldn't be here at no. all. mm-mm. Uh, there's some bad juju. Yeah. So they decide to go ahead and walk inland, of course. And the potato sack monks see them walking on the island. So we already know they got their plans. Yeah. Lloyd wants to stop walking and he starts acting like a pure ass. Yeah. And on top of that, he wants to lead. Yeah. He wants to lead the group on this unknown, unfamiliar island. And he's walking around with a bottle of booze. I'm like, dude, right. you're in no shape to do this. So he's upset and he grabs Mike. Mike had a gun in the back of his pants. And so he grabs Mike's gun, but Chin knocks it out of his hand and flips it back to Mike. So they end up just camping where Lloyd wants because I guess they're like, we're not dealing with this fight. That's that good old privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just were like, eh. We'll go ahead and listen to Lloyd, which I wouldn't have. Per, you and me both. You know, yeah. we would have been the ones looking at his behind saying, kiss my ass. Mm -hmm. So it's daylight now and they're walking again and they find a fence with the doorway. So they walk in and it's a cemetery. Of course, ominous music starts playing. The bad guys just all of a sudden start shooting everything. They have machine guns bazookas how, how do you get your hands well i mean they have all that jade yeah you you could buy a, a pretty decent bazooka with the amount of jade that they had right but my question is how are you reloading it i mean you got to be reloading it off camera yeah i mean we didn't see them loading it no but i mean you had more than one round and i know bazooka yeah. rounds are not light yeah so the Cruise ship people, they go into hiding because, of course, they're being 
attacked. Shot at. Yeah, shot they're being at, shot at. Good. Yeah. So then they come out and they start fighting the bad guys, but they're still shooting in the background, even though when they are fighting the bad guys, the bad guys aren't shooting. So I don't know where all the shooting is coming from. I guess there were some some secret bad guys that we had no idea of. Well, why didn't they shoot the people when they were fighting? Well, they were off-screen bad guys. You mm-hmm. can't have all the bad guys on screen. That makes no sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Zero sense. Well, we're so, just going to disagree on that one. Several of the bad guys are killed, of mm-hmm. course. Rolling off of mountains and hills and other ones just just dying off in the cemetery. Yeah. So Mike snatches the bazooka from Nazi guy. And all of a sudden, all the cruise ship people have guns. And there's only Nazi guy and his main crony left. And they realize the monks are behind them. And the monks tell the cruise ship people to follow them. So now the potato set monks, they're sitting at this table. Like they're on one side and the cruise ship people are on the other side. Mm-hmm. And... The potato sack monks tell the cruise ship people that they're trespassing. The cruise ship guys ask the monks for help, but the monks say they need to demonstrate superior fighting skills to get help from them. So now it's getting dark outside and they're being fed by the monks like they're now on Fantasy Island. Like it's this huge spread and they're eating. Yeah, it's all these fruits and vegetables and they're all happy like they're at a luau or something. Yeah, like bananas for Miss Martin and melon for the captain. Yeah. Everyone else is just enjoying whatever else is out there. I mean, it it was a beautiful feast. It was a wonderful spread. I, I would have liked some of that. Yeah, it was it it was very interesting that they were all okay with all this food on this weird island that they want to go to and they have no clue what's going on. And they just got attacked by all these bad guys. So nothing happened. So let's have food. Yeah. So movie logic. The potato monks are in another room. I like that potato monks. Like <laughs> and that. they're now eating what I guess is a woman. And they're calling for the dead martial artists to come out of their graves. Mm -hmm. And they're basting Eileen, the cop's cousin, to go ahead and cook her next. Man, that's going to be some good barbecue, baby. So then random conversations are happening here and there. Mm -hmm. And they start talking to the cat house owner who happened to have been kidnapped as well. But now she's helping serve the food that the cruise ship people are eating. Which is the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. I didn't get that. Me either. So now they go into where the monks are trying to baste Eileen. Why they go in there, we don't know. And they start shooting. Now they're running and screaming because all of a sudden the martial arts zombies are after them. And people are shooting. Everything is happening. Everybody's fighting. For some reason, they had to show one of the zombies, he had a sword and he went to go slice and he missed and he sliced a jackfruit in half. Sure, it shows how sharp the sword is. We didn't need to care. Well, apparently someone did. You had to cut some fruit to show them that you mean business. Fruit assault. Fruit assault. Fruit assault. Oh my gosh. Then Lloyd gets stabbed by a zombie. Uh, Poor Lloyd, but Lloyd... 
you had it coming. Think yeah, about it, man. He did. You were just disrespectful to your wife. You ditched her to go to a cat house that you had to jump out the window of to escape. Then you act like a complete asshole on the mm-hmm. beach with a bottle of booze, pulling a gun on somebody yep. just to get smacked up and beat down. Yep. You yeah. had this coming. Yeah. So he gets stabbed, but he's not dead. Yeah, the karate club men and Chin are all fighting the zombies. They start running. The zombies are chasing them. And the monks are chasing everybody because they think this whole scene is hilarious. Yeah, those that are making a the movie, they thought this was going to be a fun Benny Hill gag. Yeah. Or homage to Benny know. Hill. No, it's no, not. It's really dumb. It's just ridiculous yeah so they're starting to cross this bridge and the captain burns the ropes and zombies fall in the water but it was, but it was just one rope the captain burned i while, know while other like two more people are crossing over wait don't don't burn it wait for me yeah really but then the zombies fall, fall have, off the i don't off, know where they fall into but a, a magic one burnt rope and the whole bridge just drops off Hey, uh, science. I don't know. But Magic. now it's light outside and they stop for a second and put Lloyd down because they've been carrying him and he dies. Goodbye, Lloyd. Yes. Bye. So the zombies and monks are still chasing him. The Nazi guy and his crony are in Jade mine. Now they're just trying to steal Jade. They're just trying to take as much as they can. You know, screw it. I'm tired of bringing in women. I want to retire rich. We're just going to take what is ours. Yes. So for some reason, somebody decides to say there's piranhas in the water. So be careful going close to the water. More on that later. So Mrs. Martin and the captain happen to see the jade mine. And they're like, oh, you know, this is we're going to be rich. Whatever is a lot of money. So then they see the plane and they're trying to steal it. But the Nazi guys come. Then the zombies come. They're beating on the Nazi guys. Just a beach party. Yeah. So there's more running and screaming and the monks are clapping. They're happy. They're laughing about it. They think this is the best thing ever. They need to shut up with their potato sack behinds. Yes. Mike and the Hitler Nazi are now fighting on the plane. And then for some unknown reason, Mr. Spear leaves his own plane and jumps into the water. And mind you, it's filled with piranhas. Yes. So the piranhas attack him and eat him. Everyone else runs onto the plane. Mrs. Martin and the captain are excited about all the jade that's on the plane. Other people are still trying to fight the zombies. They finally get away by throwing one stick of dynamite and like 20 things blow up. Okay, so I definitely got to reference this one. The reference that I got to do, it's a game that I played in my childhood, which I also played once we get the, the chords and all that for it. Contra. On the Nintendo. When you beat that final alien, then the whole island blows up. That's what it's supposed to mimic. But what we got was BS. Yeah. It it made no sense. It really didn't. Because they threw the stick of dynamite and it blew up the, the pier. The pier. The pier started. Yeah. So the pier started like a chain blowing reaction. up. But How? Why was it a chain reaction? It It was was just one stick of dynamite. One stick of dynamite has enough potency in a movie to carry (laughs) on and hit everything else on there that happens to be 
explosive. So it could have been explosive sand, explosive dirt, explosive trees. Oh, it could have gosh. been extra sticks of dynamite, which I think they might have dropped while off camera. On the way. They were just throwing yeah. dynamite on the way. I mean, I would do it. I would drop off like freaking. I don't think that's what happened. I would drop happened. off breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel and then try to light it on fire. I don't think I that's would. what happened. But anyway, they're throwing the dynamite and 20 things blow up. And everybody on the plane is happy and they're all kissing each other. And Lloyd's wife, now she's a widow of like 20 minutes. She's hugging and kissing all over Mike. My man, Mike. And Mike looks at the camera and winks. Breaking the fourth wall. Dude, this this whole movie was just a clusterfuck. Yeah. Why, why'd you have to do that? And then the screen says, to be continued. Nope. No, it ain't. Not by us. We ain't watching anything else raw force. Mm-mm. If there's a raw force too, which I'm guessing there might be. Might be. We're not watching. No. We will not bring it to you. If you pay us. Yeah, we would have to really be paid. You got to send in donations. That's the only way. So yeah, I'm going to let you know, spoiler, there is no Raw Force 2. So you're just going to give us money. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that, that, no, we're not having that. Mm-mm. No, no Raw Force 2. Thank goodness. What is that? What, what was what, that? What was what? Down here. Oh, oh, Force? Force 2. No, that's something totally different. Oh, yeah, yeah. that is definitely this, this looks like something I want to watch. Oh, my gosh. We might end up watching that and, re- and reviewing that. Yeah, if unreleased the film received positive reviews. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. So, anyway, that was the end of the movie. Oh, thank goodness we got through it a second time. Yeah. We should never punish ourselves like that again, but oddly enough, we're going to do so. Of course we're going to do so uh, next week we are watching the guardians <laughs> that's going to be special not guardians of the galaxy no 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 this is this is the russian version of guardians of the galaxy no it's not guardians of the galaxy it's guardians and they're russian yes and 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 there's there's things that i want to see oh some things gosh. i want to comment on so i mean can i just say one thing what's that Russian bear. Russian bear. Oh, my God. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. So we'll be watching that and bringing that to you next week. So stay tuned. You're going to hear next, Lily Ain't Misbehaving, Lisa Wiley, with a great, great spoken word piece. Absolutely. She is fantastic. She's dynamic. She has been featured on many podcasts, many radio shows, and been featured in Black Poetry Cafe Poetry Fest which is just totally amazing. And believe me when I say, you will be very, very pleased with what you're going to hear here. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you one and all for another wonderful episode of joining us in Bad Movies and Booze, where as always, if you're out and about, even at home, even if you're at home, just remember one thing, and we always support this logic, drink responsibly. And cheers. What's the word? Anonymity. No, you have to say it. I don't have to say a damn thing. Say the word. There's pronunciation on Bing. Say the damn word. Anonymity. No, <laughs> you ass. Anonymity. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> this is bad as my mother saying Massachusetts. Say, <laughs> say the word. 
and a... <laughs> in a minute. Anonymity. 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 All right? I said the shit like Beetlejuice. I always wanted to write a true story about love. About the time when we met at the market. Well, not meat per se. His pack of meat fell into my basket next to the cookie dough. See, I was in a hurry, and when I turned the corner, our shopping carts collided, and I was excited. When our eyes met, I saw my future in his, and it was magical. Like, when I asked him his name, he responded with David. Out of all the men that I've dated, he was my favorite. He never tried to Copperfield, but he did remind me of David Copperfield because he made every single heartbreak before him disappear. For my next magic trick, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. He whispered in my ear so discreetly, and I swear my legs turned into silly putty. I've always longed for that floating on clouds type of love. We would finish each other's sentences type of love. You hang up. No, you hang up. On the count of three, we'll both hang up type of love. I don't normally do this, but I even let him have my cocoa pebbles and cranberry grape juice type of love. Side note, you know that I have issues with sharing, so that got to be love. He sacrificed watching the Super Bowl with his boys just to be with me type of love. Don't give me that look. It could happen. When we entered a room, the spotlight was on us type of love. No one else existed because we tuned the world out type of love, and all we heard was our song, playing softly while he held the small of my back type of love. And when the song ended, we would continue to dance to the sound of our heartbeats in unison type of love. I knew that ours was a forever, ever type of love. There wasn't a dry eye in the house when he proposed. They all felt the love. When he watched me walk down the aisle to accept his ring, his last name, his future babies, and a love that would continue until our last breath, he was so excited. When we joined hands and our eyes met, he saw his future in mine, and it felt heavenly. Like if our time on this earth came to a beautiful conclusion after decades of wedded bliss, there would be no tears shed at our home going. Our children, grandchildren, and everyone else knew that we would be together in our new home, where God would patiently wait for our arrival near the pearly gates so he could read our book of life to the angels. It was a true story about love and the two people who unexpectedly found something magical. Yeah, that type of love.